I'm Jackie Bauer. And I am Coach Dan. And this is Derby Thoughts from Power Through the Fourth Whistle. Derby Thoughts is a little different from our other podcast, which is Coach Dan Talks, where he says smart things that are in his brain, and that's really great. But uh, sometimes we want to do a different type of episode. Um, I personally have so many Derby Thoughts, and I want to express them all the time. I always want to talk to people about Derby, but I had to figure out where to start. And we want to start with our new brackets and seedings for WFTDA. Dan, did you know they came out today? I did when you told me. And? I am still learning a lot. I'm mostly the person who gets all of his Derby news from you. So I'm going to be learning a lot as you go through this stuff that you probably already have been thinking about all day. Yeah, uh, so once again, the tournament structure changed for roller derby. And once again, it's confusing for everybody because it's new. <laughs> um, I I don't know what I think about it yet. I'm Maybe it's because it's so unfamiliar, but I'm kind of like, oh, change. But um, I, I, can, I understand the reasons, but it also created a whole bunch of new problems. So I'm very curious to see how this all pans out. Uh, they did uh, S-curve seating. It was a lot more strict. So instead of being able to choose your playoff, you know, hopefully like, you know, pick something that you can afford to travel to, you did not get that option. And if you could not afford to go where your playoff is, you get no postseason playoff this year. That sounds, that sounds really bad. Where are the places? Well, Where are the places you have to travel to to play the things? Well, uh, the two D1 playoffs this year are in Spain and Atlanta, Georgia. And um, there's just not as many teams this year. I mean, I, I'm one of those people who really loved four playoff weekends of D1 because it was so much derby. I know it was a lot of work, but it was so much fun to watch. And then last year it went down to three weekends. And now it is two. But then they added on all this other stuff. They canceled D2, added Continental Cups, which are new and different. Um, so, and the first four teams get a bye straight to champs. So what do you think about that, Dan? I think that that's exactly what should happen. I, As a fan of the sport, it was never very fun for the first time that I see a... a, a a team this year, like if it's my first time watching Victoria to see them win by three or 400 points over a team that, you know, what can you really do in a situation like that? And uh, it was awkward also to listen to commentators filling the time. Uh, everything about it was pretty awkward. And I'm sure at some point teams didn't really just want to show up to get that kind to make that kind of thing happen. And teams like Victorian had to travel to, win a game by a ridiculous amount of points. So I think it's, I think it's best. I don't think that a top four team who starts with a bye has ever lost one of those playoffs. Am I right about that? I believe you are correct about that. So these teams were having to do, you know, double travel expenses for an outcome that was pretty much a given. It was nobody ever toppled a number one seed. 
at these playoffs. Yep. So I can get behind that change. That's that's totally fine with me. It, the selfish side of me, like the only part that I don't like is I just want to see some more of my favorite players doing amazing derby things. And I just want to see them on my screen more. But that's me being completely selfish and a fangirl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, should we talk about the top four teams? If you want to. I. So we're not going to see those teams in any of these playoffs that you're talking about right so no, we, we can't talk about champs. them too we can talk about a lot about them later okay well we'll just briefly go into them the top teams are victorian roller derby league rose city rollers gotham girls roller derby and denver roller derby none of this is that surprising at this point i mean uh angel city started out in the number four spot but they've had a lot of turnover and things are very different over there and denver's been working their butts off so uh, I, at one point, I thought Arch Rival might be able to snatch it, but that did not quite happen. But I think these are the right top four teams. It's identical to how they finished last season, right? Right. And identical to last season's bracket, I believe, at Champs. Were these the top four teams before Champs started last year? I think they were. I think the way it was seated, yeah. it definitely was. So, yeah. I mean, so far, history... It's on your side. There haven't been there have been some prizes this year, but probably not in the top four. So mm-hmm. none of this is none of this should be uh, mind blowing to anybody. Okay. Um. So the big news story today, before we go into the teams that are in the playoffs, is that a lot of teams had to decline their invite this year. In fact, it was uh, a record num- record number. There were eleven teams total that had to decline, and there were another two teams that were just ineligible to compete um, because they did not complete enough sanctioned games, and that was Wasatch and V-Town. But we will not be seeing Arizona, Minnesota, Tampa, Sacramento, Dallas, Naptown, Houston, Toronto, Adelaide, Perth, or Pirate City at any of these playoffs or Continental Cups this year. Oof. Dan, what do you think? Wow. Uh, yeah, it's a tough part. This is the tough part, right? Because um, the one th- the something that you told me before we recorded is that if a team declines an invite to champs, they also can't play for a cup. Right. If you if you got invited to playoffs, if you got maybe if you were set to be at a cup and then you got bumped up to playoffs and you declined the playoff invite, you did not get to also, you know, be considered for the cups. So if we're, yeah. If as we far have, as I understand, I could be wrong about this and you could tell me about it, but this is as far as I understand. Yeah. Okay. So if we're, if we do understand it correctly, it's, you are told that you either have to go to Spain or Atlanta. And if you cannot afford that, there's no official with the tight postseason for you in this case. And that's, that's not I don't love it. I I I can't love it. It's it hurts too much. Uh for one for one thing, there's one of my favorite teams is on there and that's Naptown. And they're, Yes. They're... We used to live in Indianapolis. We have a lot of love for Naptown, have some friends on Naptown, and man, they had a heck of a season this year. A really strong season. So uh, I feel it for my friends over in Naptown. Um other teams that had some pretty amazing seasons were uh, Arizona, 
saw them at a couple of different tournaments that were live streamed this year. Minnesota is doing a good job despite like a lot of turnover in their jammer rotation. It was really excellent to see them combat that and still look really strong. And Sacramento is one of my favorite stories this year because this is the league that was formed from uh, Sacred City and uh, Sac City, I think is what they were called. And uh, they merged. They be- they became a new league, super strong Sacramento league. Uh, and I really like watching them play. There are some amazing players on that team. They are fantastically talented. Worked so hard this year. I It was just so cool to see two leagues come together and have this wonderful story, this wonderful journey this year. And I was really looking forward to seeing that, you know, be at a playoff. And it's not happening. Like Pirate City is another one I was really curious to watch because I've never seen them play. And I want to say that's where Lady Trample came from. I could be wrong. I might always be wrong. But I want to see some of these teams I've never seen before. Ah, That is what it is, right? Well... And you can't blame them. There isn't a giant cash prize. And Oh, no, no. I'm not blaming the leagues at all. It's hard to raise the money. I'm just disappointed about the situation. Yeah, it's going to be weird having a Champs without a Minnesota, specifically. Yes, they've always been there. Any kind of playoff, they've been there. Naptown's always been at a playoff, D1 or D2. Uh, some of these teams are just kind of staples in the playoff picture. So I think the part that's difficult, right, is that you don't get a choice. It's if, if you get the bad draw, because you talked about this S-ranking system, I don't understand quite what that means, but it's very strict, I guess, that if you're invited to Spain, you must go to Spain or you get nothing. I think that's the feels bad, if you had to say it, the, cringe, yeah. the cringeworthy part. It seems like it's Spain or bust. And how many of these, uh, and I guess if you're from any other part of the world and going to the United States is too expensive, same issue. I mean, are are there, maybe there's some European teams who were like, oh, Spain, that sounds great, but then couldn't, were invited to Atlanta. Right. So, yeah, something about that feels very strange where Naptown, flip a coin, they could have to go whatever it is three or four hours mm-hmm. over to Atlanta where they've been probably plenty of times or they could have to travel around the country and I'm I'm always interested what the financial situation for roller derby is how leagues are doing I know that most of the leagues I talk to is are in constant struggle like it, like everything is always a challenge and the ones who do make international travel happen you just it, you're you're amazed. You're like, how do they do it? Um, uh, Screw Barrymore of uh, Victoria. She told me, um, you need to go get that. Anyway, I'll tell a story. Jackie has to go do something. Um, but yeah, uh, I was sitting behind Screw Barrymore's mom at uh, Champs last year from Victorian Roller Derby. And she told me that the amount that she spent chasing this dream of hers around the world was enough to buy not a house, like multiple multiple houses or a very nice house. And, you know, these are things that at that point, at least talking to her mom and her auntie, she still hadn't done with her life. But her mom had flew, you know, around the world 
when they sat down in front of me, they were like, we just spent 22 hours on planes to try to see, to see our daughter try to win a world championship. And obviously chasing your dreams, part of it is how you afford to get there. Right. So it's kind of frustrating to see these teams that let's be real. If any of these teams advanced to the final four and kind of broke out of the mold, it would be a huge story. It would be very unlikely. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's pretty darn hard to break into that top four. It seems like if you come in in the top four, you finish in the top four. That has been the trend. So it's more about, I think, the experience, the the opportunity to play in front of the Derby world on something that is streamed everywhere, basically just to be like, hey, this is what our team can do. We've worked really hard to be able to do this. And I think it's just the opportunity to compete on the big stage. Maybe you don't make it all the way to the Hydra Trophy, but I think playoffs are more about, hey, we matter, we're here, we worked our butts off to get here, and we just want to show everyone what we've got um, and have a good time. <laughs> I think the travel can be a lot of fun, but the challenge of affording it, man, I just don't know. Uh, the team I'm most impressed with for international travel is actually Detroit because I feel like they've gone to so many uh, international tournaments. They've been like, yeah, we'll just go have a vacation. It'll be great. I'm sure it's not that simple, but that's what it feels like when I watch. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, so that was the big story. So let's get into what did happen with these brackets. We're going to go into these uh, in more detail the week of each playoff. I think we'd like to do a little episode where we maybe uh, do some bracket predictions, talk about the teams and how it's all going to play out. But today we're just going to introduce who's going. Um, the first playoff is going to be in Acaruna, Spain. There's a little accent under the over the N. I don't know. I'm not good at Spanish. I'm not sure how that changes it. Anyway, um, <laughs> that will be August 31st through September 2nd and 12 teams get to go. And the 12 teams are number one, Arch Rival, number two, Angel City, number three, Crime City, number four, Rainy City, number five, Helsinki, number six, Santa Cruz, number seven, two by four roller derby, number eight, Philly, number nine, Stockholm. Number 10, Sailor City for the first time. Number 11, Paris. Man, they've had a year. And number 12, Detroit. Dan, any derby thoughts? <laughs> well, um, it's also interesting to look at this. And it, as far as I know, none of these teams are from Spain. So it's interesting. I'm going to be interested to see if they can get like a Spanish turnout to watch this sort of things. But tournaments traditionally have pretty low attendance. So that won't be too surprising. I'm also interested to see the time frame for the, the streaming. Like what mm -hmm. time of day is it going to start? Like 10 a.m. over there? What time is that? Here and then how oh. late it goes, you know what I mean? And uh, one thing that uh, watching other international sports, that's always a big deal, is acclimation to time change. Uh, yes. So you wonder, are they able to book their flights and their travel in such a way that they get two or three days to acclimate <clears throat> to the time difference, right? Yeah. So 
That's going to be key. I'll be very interested to hear about that. All things considered, though, I, you, it feels really good for crime, right? They're, yeah. That's not their backyard, but it's much more of their backyard than any than most of these other teams. Um, obviously, a bit of an advantage to Paris as well. Where's Helsinki from? Uh, Finland. Okay. Yeah. Uh, not their backyard necessarily either, but. Um, still a lot closer than the than several other teams here. And I just, like the numbers that Crimes put up against really good opponents, uh, not always winning, but beating the spread again and again, maybe it's their time to rise up and do something impressive here. If, if somebody I think was going to ninja steal this one and surprise everybody, uh, my bet would be Crime. Yeah, um, but you're right. Crime City, Rainy City, Helsinki... Stockholm, Paris, they all have a big advantage going to, into this playoff because they don't have to travel as far. And uh, I'm going to be really curious to see how it all shakes out. There's been so much turnover with Angel City. Uh, they're a different jammer rotation. Arch Rival just looks amazing right now. But Crime City has been doing a really good job. Like I, I have so many Derby thoughts. I'm going to have to put some of them away for later <laughs> because we're going to talk about that again. Yeah. We're going to uh, revisit this playoff. <laughs> if we're going to talk about the international like situation too, it's not just about the travel and the time zones. It's, I mean, if I know Derby players and I've known a few, uh, how your, your bout day is down to a science and you know exactly what you're eating and when. Uh-huh. So how confident are you that in Spain you could find the exact diet <laughs> that you require for your bout day to right. uh, put your stomach in a position to play roller derby properly on bout day? How do you? How confident are you on a one to ten that you would find all the food that you want and need for your bout day routine? Personally, I'm gonna put my confidence at about a seven. I mean, I, I used to be super strict about these are the exact foods I need. And if I don't have them, oh, no, like, I don't know, my stomach will explode or the world will come to an end. But I've, I've been able to get a little bit more lenient, you know, been in Derby for eight years now. It's a long time. So I started to figure out, OK, I just need something from this category of food <laughs> and I'll be OK. But yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I digress. Too many Derby thoughts. OK, the other playoff, Atlanta, Georgia. September 21st to the 23rd. Let's look at the names. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What do you think of the difference in time? There's like a month between these two tournaments. Whoa. Or at least, yeah, three weeks. Holy moly, I didn't even notice that before. What do you think? Is that more of an advantage? Getting more rest? Getting more preparation? More time to get ready for the playoff? I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. I'm sure it varies league to league. But, for example, I know that Texas, who are in Atlanta, they spend most of their season on house teams. And then they come together, they get their charter together, and they only have so many play practices before tournament. Um, in this case, they got three weeks more practice than another team that might be <clears throat> using the same strategy. Like Detroit, I know, uses house teams a good por portion of the year. Right. I mean, that's three less weeks of practice. I I've seen a lot of things happen in three weeks of practice. Well, what do you think? I think it could be a huge advantage. 
Plus, Atlanta's pretty hot, so having it near the end of September is a little bit nicer. That could also help out, just with, you know, the state of the track and everything. Um, yeah, so let's talk about some of these teams. Uh, number one, Texas. Number two, Montreal. Number three, Jacksonville. Number four, Atlanta. Number five, London. Number six, Sun State. Number seven, Bay Area. Number eight, Rat City. Number nine, Windy City. Number 10, Queen City. Number 11, Ann Arbor Derby Dimes. And number 12, Bear City. Now that's interesting because Bear City is a European team. And they had to come to the USA. In the 12th seed. And that's that's definitely one of those cases where you look at the two brackets and you have a 12th seed Detroit Roller Derby from the Midwest going to Spain. And you have a 12th seeded Bear City traveling to the US uh, in Atlanta. It seems with... It, seem, it just seems like when they're seeded the same that trading them wouldn't quite be the end of the world. It, it, it feels like there should be flexibility there. How many, I mean, the we're talking about thousands and thousands of dollars of difference in travel expenses if you just swap those two. Right. Um, you've also got London at number five there. It wouldn't be as easy as a, of a trade with number five Helsinki because they're both European teams. But again, it makes you wonder, was there a way this could have been just a little bit easier? Um, but this is the way it worked out. Um, you know, we're, we're both from Michigan. It's nice to see two Michigan teams make it into playoffs. That's pretty great with Detroit and Ann Arbor. Probably the first time ever in champs, right? For, for Michigan. Um, I think Detroit and Ann Arbor have been in playoffs before. But like, okay. Yeah. Um, we're never at the same one and they're not the same one this time either. <laughs> But yeah, um, another interesting bracket that I will enjoy going into later. All right, well, let's look at some of these cups. Cups, cups, cups. First cup, Kalamazoo, Michigan, North America East, August 17th to the 19th. Um, hosted by Kalamazoo Derby Darlings. We've got 12 teams. Number one, Boston. Number two, Mad Roland Dolls. Number three, Charlottesville. Number four, Blue Ridge. Number five, Team United. Number six, Columbia. Number seven, Royal City. Number eight, Charm City. Number nine, North Star. Number 10, Dub City. Number 11, Ohio Roller Derby. And number 12, another Michigan team, Grand Raggedy Roller Derby. Well... These are a lot of teams that have been in playoffs before that uh, were always around or in the top 40 when 40 teams were considered for the D1 playoffs. This is this is different. What do you think, Dan? I'm not sure. I um, haven't been able to watch most of these teams. I would love to watch most of these teams, and we have a, a tournament at home that weekend, or else we would definitely be on a road <sighs> trip to see those teams, right? So, right. Um, I this is just a this is such an off the wall 
thing. It's not analysis so much as just a personal thing, but I would love to see Boston do well because I feel like every time I've seen them at champs or playoffs, they're always scrapping, but they never seem to get to win on stream on camera very often. Right. I <laughs> it's agree. like they're always up against Gotham or something like that and they're playing their hearts out and I'm always like, man, why why do I never get to see them win a game on the uh on the WFTDA TV. So yeah. I would like to see him do well. Same with Mad Roland Dolls. I've got some friends on that team that I've met at different training camps uh, around the country. And man, they try really hard. And they always seem to be like right in the bottom of those D1 playoffs. And they're just scrapping away. And it's so fun to watch them play. And now they're in a really nice position in this Continental Cup. So I'll be curious to see. And the only team I've actually watched play this year... Well, actually, no, two teams. I have watched Mad Roland Dolls, and I have watched Grand Raggedy. Uh, so those are the only ones that I've I've seen this year so far. So it will be fun to watch those on the stream. Let's go to North America West. Omaha, Nebraska, August 24th to the 26th. Oh, hey, our anniversary is that weekend. Nobody cares but you. Okay. Um... <laughs> Number one, Rocky Mountain Roller Girls. Number two, Canberra Roller Derby League. Number three, Tucson. Number four, Terminal City. Number five, Calgary. Number six, Evil Roller Derby. Number seven, Jet City. Number eight, Happy Valley Derby, darlings. Who are you? Oh my God, I love your name. I want to be friends with all of you. Uh, okay, number nine, Boulder County Bombers. Number 10, No Coast. Number 11, Pikes Peak. And number 12, Crossroads City. I don't know that one. I wonder where they're from. I can't wait to find out. Derby Thoughts, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking at a lot of teams that I haven't seen play. So once we get back into these Continental Cups, it's, the analysis is kind of tricky right right it's, there's only so much you can do uh when you haven't seen most of these teams play but yeah you have to have like rocky mountain is obviously a name that jumps out there as one that you've seen again and again very but established without question i i i'll i i'll really enjoy watching um most of these games and just to learn more about some of these teams that i i haven't seen play that many times and Look for some upcoming stars, some upcoming talent, some people going places. So uh, do you have, who, who have you uh, seen play this year? What do you see? I've seen Rocky Mountain play a number of times this year. And uh, they're always a team that, you know, even when they have turnover, like they are never going away. They are scrapping. They are fighting hard. They are incorporating new players. And it's just fun to watch them. I really enjoy watching them. Terminal City is another team I've watched this year. And they've also had some turnover, but it's another team I always enjoy watching. Um, I haven't watched any of these other teams, but I just want Happy Valley to know if they should ever listen to this, that you've got a new fan in me just from your name. Um, we will explore more of that when it gets closer to that weekend. And here's the last cup, Europe, Birmingham, United Kingdom, hosted by the Birmingham Blitz Dames. It only has eight teams. Look uh, at the uh, time. Look at the dates. October 27th, 28th. So just two days instead of three as well. Hmm. Well, with eight teams, I guess you can swing that. 
Um, we've got number one, Calio Rolling Rainbow. Number two, Dublin. Number three, Dock City. Number four, Tiger Bay Brawlers. Number five, Central City. Number six, that Birmingham team that's hosting. Number seven, Newcastle Roller Girls. And number eight, Middlesbrough Roller Derby. Uh, I have watched Calio play this year. They are a lot of fun. And I really love Dublin because of their D2 story last year. Coming in the last seed and holy moly, they were crazy. I couldn't believe how many close games they had. It was so much fun to watch this team that I'd never seen play before do so well. Uh, my team actually went back and analyzed a few of their games just to, because, you know, in a close game, what makes the difference? And we just kind of watched it jam by jam. It was really fun just as a study of roller derby and having derby thoughts. Because we're nerds. Ah. <laughs> uh, and with that, maybe those are all the thoughts we can have about seeding. That was the big story today. We're definitely going to have episodes before each of these playoffs to make our predictions, have a good time. And I think th these are all the derby thoughts we have for tonight. Until the next big event happens... Or come up with something to say. <laughs> <laughs> I think we did fine. I think <laughs> it's I think, my first time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's. We'll give it up for Jackie on her first podcast here. But um, for uh, for Jackie Bauer, this is Coach Dan, and we're gonna leave you uh, with the Derby thoughts for the night. So until next time, we'll see you later. Thank you for listening. Derby thoughts. Thinking about Derby. Hey there, friends. Want to know how you can support the Power Through the Fourth Whistle Roller Derby podcast and look super cool doing it? Our store has a bunch of roller derby designs that can be put on all kinds of super soft, high quality t-shirts, tank tops, sweatshirts, hoodies, notebooks, mugs, stickers, blankets, and more at Threadless. Whether you love cartoon animals on roller skates like our Apex Predator T-Rex or jam llama to messages like Roller Derby Strong and My Mom Plays Roller Derby, there's really something for everybody. Visit powerforthwhistle.threadless.com. That's P-O-W-E-R, the number four, T-H-W-H-I-S-T-L-E dot threadless.com. Thank you for your support and back to our show.